What is going on, guys? And welcome back to the My Three Cents podcast. Y'all, today, this episode is for my mamas who want to feel like a muscle mommy, okay? I heard this term not too long ago, and man alive, yeah, I want to feel like a muscle mommy. I want to feel like a muscular action figure as I am going about and carrying my toddler and carrying the diaper bag and getting the groceries in the house. I want to feel really strong and empowered in my body. And I think becoming a mom and having the physical demand that my body has genuinely has only intensified my desire to have a lot of strength and also that reliability that muscle brings to your body. I will tell you what, one of my favorite ways to feel in my body, it's a weird word to describe how I want to feel, but it's so real. I want to feel like I can rely on my body. I want to feel like if I want to run a mile, I can run a mile. I want to feel like if I want to move this couch by myself, stubborn as an ox, I'm going to move this couch. I want to feel like if I need to use my body for something, my body's on board. I love to have my body feel reliable. And I will tell you, muscle helps me feel that way. And it helps so many of my clients feel that way as well. And in this episode, I'm going to be walking through my exact strategy, okay, as a certified personal trainer, as a woman who has helped transform over 550 women in their bodies over the years, I have lost the weight postpartum. I have lost the weight before I ever had a baby. (laughs) I've been a bikini bodybuilding competitor. I've lifted hundreds of pounds. And this is going to be my walkthrough. So you can literally steal my strategy of how to build muscle and tone up as I am a workout from home, full-time working toddler mom. So let us begin. Once upon a time, I used to think that genuinely, I was never going to get results from my body if I didn't go to the gym, genuinely. And this is how I felt for a good chunk of my fitness journey at the beginning. I think in the very early stages, I always tried to work out from home, but I felt like I would just never have motivation. I would always push it off and I would never actually stick to doing the things that I said that I was going to do. It was always so easy for me to just go lay on the couch versus mentally. It was really helpful for me to get out of the house and go train. I will tell you, I am still a member of a gym. I don't get to go there very often. However, I love working out at the gym, but here's the thing in this season of my life, I am not able to be consistent with physically going to the gym. It is one of those things that if you are a mom, you know, childcare is a finicky thing. Okay. It takes a lot of finesse, takes a lot of finagling. And if you are able to find a gym in your area with childcare and that aligns for your schedule and the childcare hours, and you can go, you knock it out truly more power to you because man alive, it is so much easier said than done getting out of the house, getting somewhere on time and managing all of the nuts and bolts of that. However, the reality of it is you can make incredible gains no matter where you are. Okay. It's more about how you're using your equipment and making sure that your equipment matches what you desire in your transformation, but using it efficiently, having a game plan, like being really intentional when you train. And so all this to say, you can make tons of results at home. Okay. I will tell you, and I've said this from the very first day, I've said this for years in my coaching world. Some of the biggest transformations I have ever seen out of women in my world have come from them doing minimal equipment, home workouts three or four times a week. And I'm not joking. I'm talking resistance bands from Amazon and one or two pairs of dumbbells, maybe with a towel or a yoga mat. Like I'm dead serious. And so where you work out doesn't really matter that much. However, how you work out matters a ton. And for me in this season of my life, what works for me is about a 45 minute workout. 
I am never spending more than 60 minutes training in the season of my life. I am doing typically like five to eight different movements. I'm doing typically three to four sets of eight to 12, depending on what I'm doing, because that aligns the most closely with my goals. If you don't know how many reps and sets or what movements you should be doing for your goals, I have other podcasts talking about workout programs and my DMs are wide open to answer your specific questions. However, a 45 minute workout where I am just focusing on efficiency is my secret sauce in this season of life. Just like Another non-negotiable for me in this season of life as I pursue my muscle building goals is making sure that I always have a plan before I start my workout. I don't work out unless I have a workout written. I'm following a workout. I will tell you lately, I have been going through the fat loss incubator training plan along with the girls. I typically do this whenever I'm running a small group program. I like to do the workout program along with the ladies. One, because it's awesome. Two, because it kicks my butt. And three, because I love to be able to be right there hand in hand with the women who are in the small group. In private coaching, every single client is on their own vibe because it's totally custom to them. However, going in and doing the programs with women, it brings me so much energy. It's like a girl gang vibe and I love it. However, I've been doing those lately and they have been kicking my butt. But regardless of what workout I'm doing, I am always following the plan that was written before I started my first rep. I don't train unless I have a plan. And if you are currently not following a plan or a workout program, or something like that. If you don't have a really clear cut, this is what I'm doing inside of my next 45 minutes. If you are not doing that, if you are not strategizing that, it's really likely that your workouts aren't effective. It's really likely that your workouts aren't going to be aligning with your goals. And it's also really likely that you are wasting a ton of time in the gym, scrolling on Pinterest, searching workouts on TikTok or on Instagram, and you're really just wasting all of your time, especially if you are a mom. You and I both know that time is our most precious resource. And if we are able to be efficient when we're training and maximize our results, holy bananas, that is super high value for me. I want that all dang day. So I'm hitting the gym about four times a week, about 45 minutes. I'm doing three to four sets of about five to eight movements. And I'm doing like six sometimes at like eight to 12 reps of most things. I'm focusing more on perfect, immaculate, incredible form. I often take tons of videos of myself while I'm training. I share a lot of them on social media just because I think it's cool to see the behind the scenes. I like to see that of other people, but I take a lot of videos. 99% of the videos that you ever see of me posting of myself training in my basement gym that I have at our house, if you ever see those being posted, know that I am never or very, very, very rarely am I posting a video that I intentionally recorded to say, I want to post this set. I'm very rarely doing that. I oftentimes record a lot of my workouts and I might just go through and pick a couple of clips because I think it's fun and it's a vibe. However, oftentimes I'm just recording my workouts because I want to see my form. It's so common that I will have 10 or 20 videos in a workout session that I am propping up my phone camera and I will literally, I will actually, this is my recipe. If you want to listen to music while you're recording your form during a workout, this is what you do. Follow what I'm about to say. Take your phone, put it on the front facing photo feature, not video, photo. Hold down the camera button and slide it to the right to lock. That's how you're going to be able to listen to music and record yourself while you lift. I learned that probably a year or so ago and it has changed my workout (laughs) form recording life. But my goals whenever I'm training are to crank up intensity and crank up load, i.e. 
I want to lift heavy. However, I also want to lift heavy with immaculate form. If you don't have good form or you don't know what your form looks like or you're like me and in my basement gym, we never got around to adding mirrors. One, because mirrors are tricky to transport. We would need them to be specifically installed on the walls. We'd likely have to go through a mirror company and now we're going to be moving. That'll just get them in a new place and I'm not worried about it. I would rather not move large gym mirrors. It just sounds nightmarish. <laughs> so don't know how to hang them up. That's just, that's the thing that I did not venture into. But if I want to make sure that I'm having immaculate forms that I can make max results, I kind of have to have a way to check my form when I'm training. And if I don't have a mirror, or even if I did, taking a video is actually my favorite way to check form because then you can maintain perfect form and see it from whatever angle you want to see, not just where the mirror is fixed on the wall. Um, And so often I see women having wonky form in their training videos that they send. Private clients send training videos in conjunction with literally as many check-ins as I want to ever. And we go through all of them in detail and I give specific feedback. It is a vibe. And if you want to get better at working out and training and actually efficiently training your muscles, that is something that you should always be taken advantage of if your coach offers it. And if you ever want me to review your specialty form videos or want to know feedback on yours, we can always set something up and we can go through a deep dive together. It is so important that your form is dialed in. But if your form is wonky because you're searching for the mirror to get that visual on you while you're lifting, it actually can take you out of perfect form, get your spine out of alignment, get your neck all wonky. But I'm a huge fan of taking videos instead of looking at a mirror anyways. Love a mirror, but I love videos even more. So I'm taking tons of videos because I want to make sure that my form is impeccable because if your form sucks, and listen to me loud and clear, if your workout form sucks, it does not matter how much weight you lift, It does not matter how long you spend in the gym. It does not matter. If your form sucks, your body's just not going to change. That's the reality of the situation. Bodies change whenever we are using the right form, the correct and proper form to be able to fire the specific muscles when we're not using momentum and like slanging things around in the sky. And when we are really dialed in and using intentional weight choices, i.e. if we are able to lift 50 pounds but we're only choosing five pound weights, we're choosing weights that are appropriate for our body to be able to see results. Because if you are able to hit 50 pounds, but you're only choosing five pounds, say it with me now, five pounds is not enough to change what your body looks like. I don't care what your goal is. If you want to tone up, that means you want to build muscle. Okay. If you want to reveal more muscle, that means we need to decrease body fat and build muscle. I don't care who you are. Nobody has ever become jacked or really defined or looked like the fitspo people that you see on Instagram or on the cover of a magazine. They have never achieved that body by never challenging their body with weight. Okay. Let it be known. Things I am doing in the gym, 45 minute workouts, four days a week. You know the specifics there. Another thing that I am doing is I am also front loading my days and front loading my weeks whenever it comes to workouts and training. What does this mean? Well, front loading my weeks essentially means if I want to work out four days a week, I have my week start on Monday. I'm going to have my training days be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm going to plan to have my four days in succession. Okay. Always. And then if something happens, let's say this week that I'm recording this, actually something happened on Monday and I was not able to hit my workout yesterday. That's okay. There were urgent fires that needed to be put out. We put them out and we move on. Monday's workout didn't happen. So now Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday are going to be my workout days. Awesome. I still have time to get in all of my workouts by the time my week restarts on Monday. Done. (laughs) I give myself time to front load my week so that if things get hijacked, which 
in working, little kid, married, dog mom, mom life, kind of just always gets hijacked. At least every week, something gets hijacked. A day, a dinner, a workout. It's fine. I plan for it and I move on. It's not a big deal. But I front load my weeks so that I can knock it out. Now, I front load my days as well. What does this mean? This means that I plan every single day to get my workout done in the morning. I have been very loud and proud about not loving morning workouts. And I'm going to tell you right now, morning workouts are something that grow on me very, very, very slowly. I've had seasons of my life where I'm a morning workout girl, but that's typically never any earlier than 7 or 8 a.m. In this season of my life, I need to get my butt out of bed at 5.30 or 5.40 so that I can hit a workout because my son is an early riser. And I, I don't know about any of you other moms, but whenever my child is napping, I can never bank on how long it'll be. If I have plans for nap time, he'll take a 10-minute nap or I won't be able to transfer him or he'll fall asleep in the car and it'll just, it won't happen. I can't plan for nap time consistency. That's not this season of my life. I also know that whenever he goes to bed, 7.30, 8.30 some nights, 9.30 if we're at worship. After he goes to bed, I want to reset my house. I want to take a shower. I want to spend time with my husband, watch a show, read a book, go to bed. I want to be cozy. I would rather wake up early than stay up late. And then here's the thing. As a working mom, pretty much most of the other hours of my day are spoken for. From about 8.30 to about 6, spoken for. Dinner time, bath time, bedtime, family time, spoken for. That's non-negotiable for me. The only time that I have that I can bank on is before the hours of 8 a.m., So I got to get in and I got to get it done. And right now my goals are more important to me than if I really feel like doing a morning workout, if I really want to, y'all, there's a lot of things that are going to give me great results and give me the life that I want that are not my favorite. (laughs) And I think, can we just say, even as a woman and even as a coach and even as a mentor who literally teaches you, build your own fitness box, do this your ways that you want to be in this vibe long-term so that you want to be in this sustainable approach that you built long-term. It doesn't feel like pulling teeth. Let it be known that sometimes we have to ask ourselves, how bad do I want this goal? And do I want it bad enough to do things that I don't love in the moment, but I will love in the long-term? And for me, the answer is always yes. It is always yes. Morning workouts are not my favorite thing, but it doesn't matter because the outcome and the health and the life and the fertility and the energy and the hormone health and the balance and the success, and the muscles, and the great blood work. That's what I want. And if that means that I just go to bed a little bit earlier, wake up a little bit earlier, and I just get it out of the way first thing in the morning, I have a really great training session that I always feel great leaving. You know, let's just let it be known. It's not that deep. Working out in the morning, sometimes I got to do the things that aren't our favorite to get the things that are our favorite in the long term. Okay, let it be known. Now we talked about a lot of movement things that I do. A lot of how I structure my weeks, a lot of how I manage my schedule, a lot of how I plan my training days. Now, I want to throw in here two things that I do from a nutrition standpoint to make sure that I feel absolutely taken care of, well-nourished, on lock, like feeling absolutely incredible while I'm pursuing those high energy expenditure morning workouts and how I'm navigating through the week, what I'm doing on the nutrition end to support my body. Really, I boiled it down to two simple things, okay? First thing, I eat protein at every meal and snack. That is it. (laughs) If I were to give you one nutrition tip, if you want to build muscle as a mom with a full schedule and a busy life and you're working out from home, do not skip your protein ever, okay? My personal goal for myself is no less than 20 grams of protein at every single meal and snack. I should never be leaving a day with less than 100 grams of protein coming in. I just should never. 
I, I will tell you really quickly the rundown of my meals that are in current rotation for me. I'm a protein oatine, protein oatine. Nope. I'm a protein oatmeal girly. There we go. Protein oatine has a nice ring to it. Can somebody make a product like that? <laughs> I will buy it because maybe I just made it up. I do a protein oatmeal for breakfast. Simple, efficient, delicious. Love it. I will have a protein bar slash like a Greek yogurt mid-morning snack is pretty typical for me. I will have an apple. I'll have some sort of fruit to balance that out. I'll have some fiber and some carbs in there. For lunch, this week I am doing chicken avocado caprese salads. I love that. Higher fat, lower carb, but love it. Mwah, delicious. Might pair it with fruit if I want to have a little bit more carbs. Um, I will also make as a snack, typically mid-morning or early afternoon, either if I'm going to have a later lunch or if I have already eaten an earlier lunch and I want something in the car while I'm doing like um, pickup for the day for Leo, I will make a protein smoothie. This has strawberries, bananas, raspberries, peanut butter, um, ghost vegan <laughs> vegan protein um, that you already know as peanut butter. I do that often. Um, middle of the day snack, if I have time for one or if I'm hungry, that kind of varies. But then at dinner, we are always having salmon or shrimp or steak or chicken or pork or breakfast for dinner. We prioritize protein at dinner time. And then if I want something that's like a little munchy or like a wheat thin or like a cheese stick or like a whatever, I might just have something random for a snack at the end of the day, but that's kind of a hit or miss. That's kind of my day. That's kind of what I eat. I keep it very, very simple. Um, and I very rarely defer from like <laughs> crock pot chicken or pork for lunch. This week is a little bit different, but it's only a matter of time till I go back. But I keep my meals super simple and I'm leaving every single day with like 100, 130 or more grams of protein. And that's exactly my goal. So I keep a lot of protein in my body. Then the last thing that I do to help support my goals in this season of my life as a mom focusing on her health and genuinely taking care of her body to be in fit mom territory, I keep a lot of grab and go options on hand, okay? You'll recognize in what I just told you about my day, protein oatmeal, two minutes in the microwave, okay? Protein bar and Greek yogurt, that is grab and go. Smoothie that takes like two songs on Spotify to be able to get in my body. Like listen to a Kelly Clarkson song twice and it's done. Okay. Um, I prep my meals for lunch every single day. We also will cook dinner pretty much fresh every single day. Otherwise I'm just having quick stuff. I keep it simple because efficiency is so important to me. And again, time is my most precious, valuable resource. I want to keep it simple because I'm so much more likely to hold the line and sustain anything that I desire, any approach, any program, any anything, I'm always looking at the sustainable choice. And I also know for me, I just don't love cooking, so I want to keep it simple. But y'all, if you are a mom on her building muscle and toning up journey as well, you're also working out from home and you want to have something that's super, super simple approach-wise, I hope that you're able to take a couple of things from this, listening to someone who's not only a very experienced coach and personal trainer and a certified nutritionist, but also someone who has just lots and lots of reps under her belt of doing things wrong in her fitness journey and also helping support women as they are making these changes in their life as well. If this was helpful to you for me to kind of pop the hood on what I'm doing in this season of my life, please message me over on Instagram at Olivia Lagoon's Ad Fit and let me know that you liked this episode. And I am happy to be an open book about my fitness journey as much as you guys so desire. But I hope that this was helpful for you. If it was, go ahead and download this and give this podcast five stars. That is how the Spotify and the Apple podcast world know that you like this podcast and that they should introduce it to other people as well so that more women can hear the real hard truth about health and fitness and nutrition because if we're all honest 
it can be murky waters in this territory sometimes. So if you love this podcast, let me know. Otherwise, I will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening, my friends.